Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. This episode is brought to you by Accelerist, the industry's only partnership intelligence platform that helps companies and causes create or improve partnerships with one another. We're back with another special edition of Cause Talk Radio, in which we feature a deep dive conversation with one of this year's Halo Award winners. This episode features the gold winner for the inclusion category, an effort called Day of Inclusion with partners Tim Hortons and Special Olympics Canada. I'm joined today by Chris Wakefield, who leads the regional marketing and sponsorships team for Tim Hortons, and Angela Reed, Manager of Partnerships and Business Development for Special Olympics Canada. We talk about their second year of Day of Inclusion, which is both a social media movement as well as an in-store celebration of inclusion, where a yummy donut created by a Special Olympics athlete is sold on a single day. The funds help support athletes with intellectual disabilities and helps promote messages of inclusion. Chris, Angela, and I talk about how their partnership originally began, all the moving pieces behind their significant activations for this campaign, their respective lessons learned, and what's in store for the future of their partnership. Well, hello, Chris and Angela. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Hey, Megan. How are you? Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much. Well, first of all, congratulations on your Halo win. Very exciting. But I hope I was hoping you could start us off. Maybe Angela, you could go first. Tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. I am the manager of partnerships and business development at Special Olympics Canada. I have the honor of overseeing a number of our corporate partnerships, including our partnership with Tim Hortons. Uh, And for those who are not familiar, Special Olympics Canada is the Canadian chapter of the international movement, and we are dedicated to enriching the lives of Canadians with an intellectual disability through the transformative power of sport. Globally, uh, there are 5.4 million athletes, and here in Canada, we have more than 49,000. Amazing. Chris, how about you? Yeah, so so I lead the regional marketing and sponsorships team for Tim Hortons Canada, and and that team of of about fifteen people from coast to coast um, manages all of Tim Hortons community investment, um, and and manages everything that we do to give back in our community uh, on behalf of our over fifteen hundred local restaurant owners. Well, Tim Hortons has long been a supporter of Special Olympics Canada. So, Chris, maybe you could start out by telling us how that partnership began and a little bit about how it's grown over the years. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the partnership began in, in 2015, and and where it began was was really um, Special Olympics had come um, and approached us uh, with regards to having a partnership, and and we looked at at the Special Olympics movement and Special Olympics Canada and what their values were around inclusivity and community and and bettering the communities in which they operate, and and they were really aligned with the Tim Hortons values. Um, so, so when we began in 2015, it was really around supporting uh, their Active Start and Fundamental programs, um, which are to for for youth to be active, which again is very much aligned with the with a current program that we have uh, called Timbit Sports um, that that has the exact same um, objectives. So that's really how the, the the program started, and then over the years. Uh, we've added other elements of support, such as supporting uh, the national teams, 
when they're going to international games, to national events. Um, and then what we're going to talk about in more detail uh, shortly, um, kind of the, the big step forward was in 2018 uh, when we partnered together um, on the Day of Inclusion and the uh, Timoran Special Olympics uh, Day of Inclusion Donut. And just by way of a little bit more background for those people who aren't quite as familiar with Tim Hortons, um, you guys are huge sports advocates and you have been for a very long time. So this is just a very nice extension of that. And um, the whole inclusion focus, I think, is tremendous. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, for, for those that don't know, our founder, Tim Horton, uh, was a hockey player that played over 20 years in the NHL, uh, predominantly with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, and then with a partner, Ron Joyce, opened uh, a coffee and donut shop in Hamilton, Ontario, over 50 years ago. Um, and then again, since then, um, grown to, to over 4,000 restaurants across Canada and restaurants in the United States as well, predominantly in the Northeast. Um, again, with very much a focus on community, a focus on giving back to children, families, sports. Um, so again, when you look at that and, and what, uh, what Special Olympics does, there was obviously a natural fit. Angela, your Halo award-winning campaign was for an initiative called Day of Inclusion. So tell us what Day of Inclusion is all about and how, uh, it's, how, how you have brought life to that at Tim Hortons. Day of Inclusion was first launched in July 2018 as part of Special Olympics Global 50th Anniversary Celebrations. Uh, the day recognizes the strides made to create a world where individuals with an intellectual disability are included. In 2018, Special Olympics Canada sought a partner to help amplify the Day of Inclusion message and raise awareness and funds in Canada. Tim Hortons, uh, as Chris mentioned, has an incredibly strong presence in communities across Canada. And so it was a natural fit with them also to, to their commitment to diversity and inclusion. Uh, for the second year in a row, a Special Olympics athlete designed the Special Olympics donut, which was sold in more than uh, 2,800 Tim Hortons restaurants across Canada on July 20th, 2019. And Tim Hortons and Special Olympics Canada worked together to promote the donut through social media, broadcast, and digital promotions the two weeks leading up to and on the day. Uh, the campaign reached more than 226 million people, shining a spotlight on our athletes and their abilities. And more than 97,000 donuts were sold that day, raising 150,000 to support more than 6,000 Special Olympics community sports programs across Canada. Working with Tim Hortons on this initiative means that we can access the strength of the Tim Hortons brand their incredible network of restaurants across the country, and all of the support they put into making the day a success. It provides us with exponential reach into communities across Canada to raise awareness and get our message to more Canadians. Uh, and Day of Inclusion also gives Canadians who are not connected to Special Olympics the opportunity to start a conversation with their friends and family around inclusion and what it means to ensure everyone in a community is included. $150,000 worth of donuts. That is impressive. Will you tell our listeners what the winning donut was? Do you guys remember? I, I have been watching a video of it um, a lot recently. And so it's actually making me really hungry because it looked really good. Chris, do you want to describe it or I can? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I can describe it. So so it's uh, our honey cruller donut. 
which is which is one of our most popular donuts. Um, and it was cut in half, and there was a whipped cream uh, base put in the middle of the donut, and then on the top was, was a white fondant with uh, red sprinkles. Um, that was actually, and Angela can get into it. Was actually designed by by one of the uh, Special Olympics athletes, uh, um, actually near our head office in Southern Ontario. I love that. And it was it was like a contest, right? Like you they submitted their recipe ideas and then your I don't know who who selected. Did you guys did you both do taste testing and select the winning donut or how did that work? We put out a call to our athletes um and so I believe we had um nearly 800 submissions wow, and so it is a lot of donuts um and a lot of really creative ideas and as part of the submission they tell us what special olympics and inclusion means to them which helps us um you know get to know the athlete and their submissions a little better uh and then we pass on the ideas over to Tim Hortons and I believe it's their research and development team that goes through and you know figures out which donuts would taste the best. Yeah, and, and and to build off of that, that's exactly it. And and Megan, to your question about the taste testing, we actually do narrow it down to five or six choices, and then we have an advisory panel of restaurant owners uh, when they come in for quarterly meetings, and we we bake off those donuts and they get to try them, um, and then ultimately it's our owners that select which one um, not only tastes the best, but as Angela mentioned, um, also. Um, the story behind it reflects the values of Tim Horns and Special Olympics. So it, it's a great tasting donut, along with with the with the story that people can connect with as well. This episode is brought to you by Accelerist, the industry's only partnership intelligence platform that helps companies and causes create or improve partnerships with one another. I checked in with Brittany Hill, founder and CEO of Accelerist, to hear about some proprietary research and resources they've developed to help you through this uncertain time. Everything we do at Accelerist, we always start with your people, whether it's partnerships or events. We always want to go back to the people, which is why we issued this study to really understand how are we all feeling uh, about uh, this crisis? How are we coming through it? And some surprising and interesting facts that came out of it was that, you know, over 70% of Americans feel positive. They have a positive mindset right now. I also found that over half of Americans want to give and support social causes right now, whether that be their time or by, by financial donations. Well, this isn't your first time executing a day of inclusion. And at Engage for Good, we are always wanting to talk about like some of the lessons learned behind these campaigns. And that's really what our audience is hungry for. So, Chris, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about how you made day of inclusion bigger and better in year two, which I know you did. And what did you learn from year one that informed your decisions for the next time around? So in year one, um, I think Angela would agree we exceeded all expectations um, in terms of, you know, objective metrics and then just in terms of the overall program um, with, with the choose to include hashtag trending in Canada and, and for the global day of inclusion, over half the mentions taking place in Canada. Um, so Tim Warrens was, was happy to, to, to play a role in that. Um, so it's really when we looked at year two, we looked at the actual areas of success um, um, that, that worked in certain markets because there were certain markets that outperformed others and said, okay, we're really going to lean into that um, and look at where we had those learnings um, along with um, leveraging our partners. So not just Special Olympics um, and Tim Horns were 
working together. But we have two fantastic partners in TSN, which is the, the national sports network here in Canada, uh, and then the Canadian Football League. Um, and so working with those two partners, they came on and did even more to help amplify our message, not only within the sports community, but but in a more broad sense on on regular cable television. Um, and then the last element um, truly was engagement in the story um, and worked with Angela and her team um, to get as many Special Olympics athletes out into our restaurants on day of inclusion so that people that were coming to support the cause or even those that, that were coming but maybe didn't know what the program or campaign was or, or, or what the cause was um, could be involved in it and could learn. So, so certainly um, we wanted to raise more money, but we also wanted to build on on the awareness of our partnership and the campaign. So, so, so really when we looked at it, it was leveraging our partners, working closely with our restaurant owners and leveraging the great team at Special Olympics Canada. Am I correct in remembering from your Halo application that the stores that had the Special Olympics, Olympics athletes present did better in terms of donut sales? Do I remember that correctly? Yep. Restaurants that had an athlete uh, did significantly better than uh, restaurants that didn't. That, uh, I think, just speaks volumes about the partnership and the, and the campaign and just that storytelling aspect and just being able to share the message directly. So very, very smart. Angela, what would you say were your biggest learnings from your second year that you'll car- carry forward into future year executions? We'll just pretend there's not a pandemic right now. So just pretend that never happened. We'll talk about that in a minute. But So as Chris mentioned, um, Dave, inclusion success really comes from the opportunity to mobilize stakeholders who are part of the Special Olympics movement in Canada. And the first year, we did a really great job of getting athletes, coaches, volunteers, families, friends, community members to visit a restaurant. Um, And so to build on that in the second year, uh, Special Olympics Canada's partnerships team and our marketing and communications team went through each stakeholder group and developed an engagement plan specific to those groups. Um, And this just really helped us to tailor the message and how information was being shared with each group to further mobilize them. Um, and this is a practice that we'll certainly bring forward as we plan for day of inclusion in year three and beyond. Um, and again, just, you know, having athletes out visiting restaurants, we know that the impact means that more funds will be raised in those restaurants. And so our goal will always be to increase the number of visits. Uh, and we're incredibly lucky to work closely with an amazing group of restaurant owners, um, but also our provincial and territorial chapters who really help make this happen because they also see the incredible value of having uh, these visits take place. It gives our athletes the opportunity to uh, to serve as the true ambassadors and role models of Dave inclusion, but also Special Olympics in their communities. One of the things, again, that we talk about a lot at Engage for Good, you know, sometimes you hear businesses saying like, well, we just do these campaigns because it's the right thing to do. And it's the, you know, we are just so generous as a company and we don't like to talk about it. Um, but at Engage for Good, we realize that these partnerships have to, they have to be a win-win. There has to be a business benefit. There has to be a social impact because otherwise they're not sustainable and they're the first things to go um, when things get a little bit rocky. So Chris, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how Tim Hortons measures the business impact of a campaign pain like this. Uh, I know you had some impressive metrics. Uh, we've already talked about some of them, but I wonder if you'd share um, how you're measuring and what some of those results were from this campaign. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's a couple that we've talked about, but I think are important to reiterate because they're two of the the main objectives of, of these programs that we run. And, and we have other programs similar to this um, um, at Tim Hortons. And 
And, and one is raising funds or, or raising, being able to support the cause, which which we mentioned, you know, over $150,000, which is a, a 23% growth year over year. So, so that's one key metric. Um, and then we also had over 100 million social media impressions last year. Um, so, so, you know, both from a brand perspective and, and positioning our brand in a positive light, that that's one element, but, but also, um, you know, driving awareness for Special Olympics and for that movement and for the cause is important. Um, and then overall, um, we know that Canadians as a whole and then a majority of Canadians are our guests, um, like to be part of something, like to be part of something that betters their communities. So when we run programs such as, as the Day of Inclusion Donut at restaurants, um, we do have more people come out to our restaurants um, to be able to support their community through Tim Hortons. Um, so, so ultimately, um, when we look at it, yes, we do it because we believe as a brand, it's the right thing to do and giving back to communities where we where we operate are important. Um, but certainly um, people do come to our restaurants to purchase the donut and then are able to engage with Tim Hortons and Special Olympics um, in, in a positive way. Angela, outside of the funds raised that we've just talked about, how does this initiative support the work that you're doing at Special Olympics Canada? Dave Inclusion is amazing for raising awareness about Special Olympics in Canada and our work and our programs. Like most charities, we don't have a huge marketing budget to drive awareness. So to be able to partner with Tim Hortons to promote inclusion and the importance of Special Olympics among the general Canadian population is incredibly value valuable. Uh, there's also still some brand confusion with Paralympics, which supports mm. individuals with physical disabilities. Mm -hmm. So Dave Inclusion allows us to celebrate our athletes with intellectual disabilities and all of their amazing accomplishments, both on and off the field of play. Interesting. I would not have thought about that. But as soon as you said it, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that does make sense that there would be some confusion there. So, so Chris, let's talk about the pandemic for a second, given our current lovely environment of being in the middle of COVID-19. Is there going to be a day of inclusion in 2020? Like, what are you guys having to do in terms of pivoting on, on this partnership? Yeah, so so in terms of the the campaign itself, uh, um, with regards to Tim Horton selling a, a donut that's, that's designed by a special Olympic athlete, um, th this current environment poses challenges as we we've um, referenced but also opportunities as well um so at this point in time we haven't confirmed a date um but our support for special olympics will continue um and we're going to work closely with the the team at special olympics uh, to determine the best date to, to run the campaign during the upcoming year that's a great answer and uh you know i guess we're all kind of rolling with the punches here so <laughs> gotta yeah. do what you can do um, one of the things, one of the reasons I think that this campaign ended up winning a Halo Award was because both of your organizations really activated on multiple levels. You know, sometimes you see these campaigns and they're like, oh, this is a nice Facebook effort. You know, it's like this very small activation, but um, really both of your organizations kind of were firing on all cylinders. So Angela, I wonder if you can speak to some of those activations and in particular, which ones ended up performing the best for you? This campaign really lives on social media, um, and social media plays an important role. Um, and, you know, you can see that through the number of individual posts that day. Um, so we had more than 11,000 individual posts wow. using the hashtag choose to include. Um, we know that a lot of those posts came from our stakeholders, but many are also the general population engaging in the day. Um, and that's evident by choose to include being a top trending hashtag that weekend. All of the activity on social media drives some of those amazing awareness results that we've been talking about, the 226 million um, 
reach and then the 258 million impressions. Um, and as Chris mentioned, um, you know, we work with TSN, which is uh, Canada's largest sports specialty network, similar to uh, ESPN in the U.S. Um, and they help to promote through broadcast, social, and digital. Um, TSN also happens to be a national partner of Special Olympics Canada, and many of their personalities are supporters of the movement and through their support are happy to engage in the day, which drives even more awareness for us. Um, it's a really nice, natural, and authentic engagement for the personalities. And then just being a joint partner of both Tim Hortons and Special Olympics Canada works really well to have TSN involved. So Angela's just talked about this being, you know, very heavy on the social side. But Chris, would you consider, do you at Tim Hortons consider this like day of inclusion as a more of like a one day event in stores or is it more of a, a social media movement to you? Great question. And, and I would actually say it's both in, in terms of the the event itself. And as, as you referenced in restaurant, it's a donut that we sell for one day in restaurant. Um, but when you look at the, the, the pre post promotion. Um, it's now a situation where um, it's it, it's being run over two to three weeks. And then really what the day of inclusion is about um, and, and the values and, and, and having people discuss it and come together and have better understanding to me, that's the movement piece of it that that although maybe isn't there to level we, we want it to be year round, that's the ultimate goal. Um, so the donut itself, the, the day of and, and, and but the overall um, day of inclusion and, and and everything that goes into it really is a movement that we hope to continue to grow. Because you can see a picture of a donut online, but you can't eat it online, which is the bummer. Got to have those donuts. I'm telling you, I think it's because it's my lunchtime around, you know, so I'm like really hungry and thinking about those donuts. So um, well, it's a really good donut. It looks amazing. Yeah, well, it's a really good donut. Thank you guys both so much. So let's see. Uh, let's start with Angela. Where can people learn more about Dave Inclusion and Special Olympics Canada online if they'd like to do that? They can visit our website, specialolympics.ca. Um, Facebook, we're Special Olympics Canada. And on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Special O Canada. Um, and I do just want to do a small shout out to say that um, we will still be celebrating uh, Day of Inclusion this summer. And so if people would like to join the conversation about inclusion in Canada uh, and around the world. Um, we'll be starting uh, some uh, our Global Week of Inclusion um, on July 20th, and we'll be doing sort of a week of, of promotion, um, and they can join the conversation using the hashtag to choose to include. Fantastic. Chris, where can people find more about Tim Hortons online as well as your social impact work? Yeah, so you can visit us at, at timhortons.com um, and then all of our different social media channels um, to talk regularly about, about what we do in the community and, and they're at Tim Hortons. So, so, so very straightforward. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you both again and congratulations on your Halo win. You can find, uh, we'll put all those links in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. And uh, we'll look forward to continuing the conversation and following your partnership in the future. But thanks to both of you and congratulations again. 